Welcome to episode two of the Northern Pines podcast. And again, I apologize, Caitlin can't be with me tonight, so I'm just going to do this alone again. But I got stories, nonetheless. Uh, this, is, this isn't going to be from the gas station. This is actually going to be uh, something from from a previous relationship that uh, the story got brought up today. I was talking to my brother about it, and I figured it, it was it was funny. It was entertaining to me. So, and I don't want to start shit. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not calling people out. I'm not going to use anybody's names. I'm not going to say anything that's going to identify anybody personally. I don't want to do that. This is just, to me, it, it's it's an entertaining story. And that's why I want to tell it. So, I was seeing this gal in high school. And I'm not a religious person. I never have been. I didn't really go to one religion or the other. I don't really have a whole lot of beliefs when it comes to spirituality and religion and everything. So, she went to church, and she had been trying to get me to go to church. And I went to Sunday school as a kid. I went to, like, the Christmas Eve services at a non-denominational church. So, I don't know. I It was for a girl. So I said, okay, I'll go, I'll try it out, I'll see if I enjoy it, if it's something I would want to do. So I did, I I went with her to church, she went to two different, two different churches, there's one big, huge one, and I always kind of call it the cult church, because I mean, it is massive, this place is just huge, there's music, there's like all kinds of different rooms, there's activities. I don't know, that isn't, to me that isn't a church. A church is just a small place for people to get together and talk about their uh, religion and everything. So that, to me, is just this huge, almost cult complex type of thing. Because the other thing, too, when you walk in there, if you're not a member of the church, they, uh... They want your email address, they want your address, they want your phone number, just all this ridiculous stuff, and it's like, just let me sit down and listen to the sermon tonight. That's it. That's all I'm here for. You don't need all this personal information for me to sit down and listen to a sermon. That's ridiculous. So anyway, I have to give them my email address and my phone number and all this other nonsense just to get into the church. So I get in there. And, you know, it, it was alright. It wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't one of those scary places where they, you know, just scream about the devil and hell all night and try and scare religion India. It wasn't like that. It, it was pretty open. It was pretty decent. There was music. But again, it, it felt like I was sitting in a concert. You know, like, I should have bought tickets and went to a a, a sports arena to sit there and listen to something like that. It didn't have a church feel to it, to me. And that, nothing against you if you enjoy the big churches like that. I mean, to each their own. It, whatever works for you. I don't judge. I don't care. You know, I, di I didn't see her any differently because that's what she enjoyed. It just is not my thing at all. 
it's just not for me. So that one wasn't terrible. It, it just kind of bugged me that, like, you know, you got to give all this personal information to a church just to listen to a sermon. That's the only thing that kind of bugged me that night. And, uh, it, it was seasonal, too. That was the other thing. It, they were only ran those services for part of the year. And I never understood that. You know, like, God's in his vacation home for four months, I guess. So, she went to a different church when that one was out of season or closed or wasn't offering services, whatever you want to call it, say. So she went to a different church, and I believe it was Pescopalian, 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 whatever. I believe it was. I don't know. I could be wrong. Again, I'm not trying to, like, piss anybody off if that's a religion you follow or a branch you follow. It's not my intention. I truly don't know. It's just what... I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So, she started asking me again if I'd go to this church with her. And I thought about it again. I was like, alright, you know, the... The first time wasn't too bad. That first church wasn't terrible. You know, I didn't have, like, the best time. But I didn't want to just, like, get up and walk out the front door, you know? So I said, okay, for you, I'll go. You know, I, at, at the time, I loved this woman. I had been seeing her for quite a while. So I was like, I'll go. I'll go to the church with you. I'll see how it is. And at this point in my life, I had hair down to my tits. My hair was like two feet long. Just curly black hair. So, and that's going to be important later here. So I go in, and it's a smaller church right off the bat. And I'm thinking like, oh, great. It's going to be a real open, close community. It's not going to be like the other one. I mean, there was a band, which is okay. You know, they play a couple of Christian rock songs. Whatever. You know, that's how you get the youth in nowadays. You can't be singing Bible hymns and expect everybody to come on in. So, right off the bat, this sermon is just insane. And like I said before, that other one wasn't that fear-based. This one was straight up, if you're a man and you have long hair, right to hell. If you got piercings that aren't in your ears, right to hell. If you got tattoos, the devil's going to be putting shit in your asshole tonight, and you're probably going to like it because you're in hell. And it was things like that. He was trying to make you terrified because of your choices. That if you didn't follow their rules to a T... You were getting diddled by Satan, and it was all your choice. That was all you're doing because you went against God's image. And the people there were following it. They were all into it. They were nodding their heads and, you know, amen. And it. And I'm sitting there with my long-ass hair. And I don't remember what I was wearing. But at that time, I didn't have tattoos. Um, I don't have any piercings, so that didn't really get to me 
But it felt like he was looking at me when he started talking about guys with long hair. Because there was maybe like two or three other men in there. And none of them had long hair. So he was like speaking to me on some level there. And the other thing was dyed hair. If you dyed your hair, one way trip. You're just right to hell. That That's your choice. And... You know, in my head, I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Why would you want to be a part of this where they're literally telling you, you have no choice? You know? You can't... You can't change your image. Or you're going to hell! And that's fucked up to me. You know, again, some people, that's what they want to follow. No big deal. I don't care. Just don't tell me how to live my life. Don't tell me what I can and cannot do. You know, obviously, yeah, tell me not to murder a motherfucker. But if I don't know you, if you're some random motherfucker walking through the grocery store and you see tattoos on my arm, don't come up to me and tell me I'm going to hell and I'm burning for eternity because I got tattoos. You're just fucking stupid as shit and need to leave society at that point. But, yeah, if you want to just go to your church service, listen to it, and that's your belief, and you keep your fucking mouth shut and don't judge anybody else, so be it. We'll get along great. And that's my whole perspective on everything. That just... Quit judging people. Fucking let people be people. Do what you want to do. My buddy tells me it has almost a catchphrase at this point that he always tells me if I'm doing something stupid or buying more dumb shit he just looks at me dead in the eyes and goes you do you boo and that's something to live by you do you boo you know if it's not hurting other people if it's not affecting other people if it's not drastically changing somebody's life somebody else's life who cares who the fuck cares you know you got nothing to worry about so Going on with this, the the sermon ends, the preacher comes down, he sits down in the front row, and this whole time, this entire time, there's this old, old lady in a rocking chair, and she's just kind of rocking herself back and forth, but she's not facing the stage, she's facing the pews, she's facing everybody sitting in, in the audience, or the congregation, and she's not saying a word, she's not saying amen, anything like that. She's just sitting there in a rocking chair. And it wasn't like she was staring at people, or like looking the crowd down or anything like that, being a judgmental old lady. She's just sitting in a rocking chair. You know, it was a little weird, but alright. You know, old lady's there to enjoy the service, whatever. So, preacher sits down, the band plays a couple of songs, you know, it's just Christian rock. Whatever. You know, the, the rest of the crowd's into it. I'm just kind of sitting there, you know, kind of like tapping my foot with it, whatever, not super into it. But okay, I'm here for the lady. So, the preacher starts going back up to the stage. And I'm figuring, like, this is going to be the goodbye. This is going to be, you know, like, have a blessed day. Go home. Say your prayers tonight. And that's the end of it. He goes up there and starts off with the Praise Jesus! Jesus is with us! 
and people start getting on the ground, and I'm looking around. I don't know what's going on, because I didn't see this coming. This just, like, fucking shot out of left field. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's up there screaming. People are on the ground crying. The old lady gets out of her fucking rocking chair and starts crawling towards the stage. She's crying her eyes out. People are crying, fucking rolling around, speaking in tongues. I am terrified. I don't know what to do. I'm just watching these people just like have conniption fits all around me. And I'm sitting there holding my hands together, looking down at the ground, just bug-eyed, trying not to make eye contact with anyone. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm just scared. (laughs) At this point, I am just scared. I feel like I just joined a cult. I don't know what's going on. But again, if this is something you do, if this is a religion you follow, I'm not trying to poke fun at it. I am not trying to say this is wrong. I'm saying it's something that isn't for me. It was not my thing. It is something that just shocked me to the core because it was something I wasn't used to. I had never experienced that ever before. And, you know, if it's up to me, I, I won't again. That is 100% for sure. Yeah, who knows? Maybe someday I'll find Jesus and join a church. But for right now, no, that is not me. So this is going on, and it, it slows down. The band starts slowing down. The preacher starts coming down from it. And everyone kind of sits back up, and he does, like, the final prayer and everything. Everybody leaves. Or they don't leave. The, everybody kind of, like, starts getting up and walking towards the lobby. Everybody starts going towards the lobby. You know, they do, like, the coffee and cookies and, and shit after the service. So everyone goes into the lobby, and it's like nothing happened. And I've never been in this church before, and people knew that, because it was like a regular congregation. So people start coming up to me and shaking my hand and wanting to know who I am. You know, not like in a weird way, not like asking me why the fuck I'm there, but more like, you know, are you new to the area? What are you doing here? You know, what brought you to the church? So I'm kind of talking to people, but at the same time, I'm super weary. Because at this point, I'm scared of everybody. Because I'm still in shock. I'm still in a state of shock. I mean, my clothes were drenched in sweat. That's probably shaking. I remember, this was a couple years ago. But I mean, I'm... I know I was scared. I can remember that. I was fucking scared. And... The preacher came up to me and and shook my hand. And, you know, I talked to him for a second, just a quick introduction and everything. And, you know, he looks right at me and kind of smiles and like, I hope you come back. And in my head, I'm like, motherfucker, I am never coming back. You just made me almost shit my pants in a church. I'm not coming back. I don't know if I'm, I might be going to hell for this whole story right here. And um, if, if I want to put it out there too, if the lady who I was seeing at this time listens to this, I mean no offense to you. I'm not trying to say this was your fault. I didn't have a problem with you going to church. It's just not me. That was not me, 100%. And I know I've said that probably a hundred times during this fucking 15, 16 minutes. 
but oh my god. We got back into her car, because at this point I still didn't I still didn't have a driver's license. So she was driving me everywhere. So we get back in her car and she asked me if I ever wanted to come back. You know, it wasn't like she was trying to coax me to come back into to the church with her. She was asking me, you know, like, how did you like it? Did you enjoy that? Was it something you'd try again? And I was just, no. 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 No way in hell am I coming back after that. And I never did. I, I honestly, I don't think I've been in a church since then. And again, it's just... I can't do it. I cannot do it. it. For me personally, it's not my thing. And again, I am not trying to diss on religion, on your beliefs, and shit on everybody else, and think I'm high and mighty, because I know I'm not. Everybody's got a different view. And I'm hoping you can listen to this, and find at least some humor in it. Maybe you won't. I don't care. But... To me, it was just a fucking otherworldly experience that blew my goddamn mind. Because I didn't know this shit existed prior. I had never seen anything like that. I had never heard of anything about that. And this church was in my town, too. You know, it, it, it was close. And I had no idea it existed. And it wasn't in my town. It was around the area. I never knew it was there. I'd never heard of the place before. So I had no idea any of this type of religion existed. So it kind of shook me. You know? It, it, it freaked me out. And now, no, not every single church is like that. But you do you, boo. That's all I gotta say about it. Just, you do you. And, and I don't want to get fucking political, but I guess I will a little bit. I honestly think if our country, if our world as a whole started to think with that thought process, that, you know what, I don't care who you voted for. You do you. You know what, I don't give a shit if you get vaccinated or not. You do you. You know, it, it's not a big deal. In the grand scheme of things, none of that shit fucking matters. You know, it, uh, another thing I'll bring up right now is back in high school, like I said, my hair was down to my fucking titties. Not that I'm fucking obese with man boobs, but my hair was long. So I had gym class, health, and lunch. In a row. So it was gym, health, lunch. So for gym, I'd always wear a bandana. Bandanas were against our school policy. You couldn't wear a bandana. And I am not from an inner city. Where I could see if it would be a problem if I was wearing, like, the same colored bandana and there was, like, 12 other motherfuckers that I hung out with that were wearing the same color bandana every day. That's when, like, as a teacher, as an administrator, I'm like, okay... Some shady shit's going on here, and we probably gotta talk about it. But no, I had bandanas with, like, smiley faces on it, and 
the one I'm wearing right now is half of it's purple roses and the other half is gray roses. It wasn't anything that you could ever definitively look at and go, that's gang colors right there. And for those of you who have never seen me, I guess most of you listening right now know who I am. I'm Mexican. So that's where I kind of took it a little personally. You know, I'm not fucking white. That these, I would go to gym class, have my bandana on. It was to keep the hair from falling back into my face while I'm running, doing jumping jacks and shit. And I go to health class and I just leave it on because the teacher didn't give a shit. And, you know, I was still kind of sweaty and gross. So I just left it on and then I go to lunch. And it was weird because, like, the, there was the gym and then you'd go through these weird little hallways and there was a health room and then you'd go up a flight of stairs and there was the cafeteria. So everything was right next to each other. So I didn't have to like go and get my backpack or anything like that. So I'd go from one to the other. You know, go from gym to the health room up to the cafeteria. They're all right in a row. So as soon as I'd go up the stairs through those double doors into the cafeteria, there'd be an administrator sitting there waiting for me tell me to take my goddamn bandana off. And the whole reason I'm telling the story, the whole point of this, the whole reason I'm drawing this fucking thing out is because it irked me. It pissed me way off that their problem was with me wearing a bandana. That, who is it hurting? Who is it affecting? It's not changing my my schooling. The teachers aren't utterly distracted. The students aren't utterly distracted by me wearing a bandana. It's not hurting anybody. It's not bothering anybody. You're just being a dick and an asshole. And that's what the whole point was. Because one of the other things, too, I took a lot of shop classes. I'm a very hands-on, do-it-myself type of person. So I took a lot of shop classes, and I took a small engines class where you'd have to take the entire engine apart, put it all back together, and if it ran, you got an A. So that was the whole class. You had to take an engine apart and put it back together, and it had to run. So I had... I don't know how, how it works in other places, but our DNR stuff in Minnesota, they have bandanas you can take. Like, I took snowmobile and a gun safety that they just have a table full of bandanas, and the bandanas have little squares on them with, like, safety tips. So, you know, like, and they're real basic shit. You know, it's like if you're camping out in the woods and you need firewood, find dry twigs to start the fire. You know, really, really basic things like that. You know, how how to gather food, how to start a fire... You know, what, what, how to tell if a plant is poisonous or not, things like that. So I had one of those bandanas, and I'd tie it to a belt loop on my jeans, so while I was working on this engine, because when you're putting it back together, you have to oil everything, so you'd stick, you know, you'd have the piston ready to go back in, so you'd dunk the connecting rod and the piston in oil, and just a, a buck, like a Folgers coffee can full of oil, and you'd stick it back in. So my hands would always be covered in oil, and I'd have to, you know, pick up small bolts and try and 
put them back in, so I'd wipe my hands off on this bandana so I could keep going. So this bandana was covered in oil, gasoline, whatever the hell else was on my hands. This thing was just practically black. And it had caught on fire before, too. That was the other thing. I was working on a motorcycle outside of school. And I had it running, and it backfired, and the flame... It backfired out the out the uh, the carburetor, so it you know a little spurt of flame shot out of the air filter, and it caught the bandana on fire just because of all the grease and shit that was on it. So part of this thing was burned. It's covered in oil and grease and whatever else I had had on my hands at that time. And I would go from there to lunch. And I was sitting down for lunch one day, eating my fucking lunch, and a dean walks up to me and tells me I need to take the bandana off my pants. And it wasn't that I'm, like, trying to be that guy who's just pushing it to see if I can push it. And I did quite a bit, honestly, I did. But that time I wasn't. I had just... Because normally I would tie it on my pants before class, take it off and shove it in my back pocket or my backpack, whatever. I'd forgot to taking it off that day, and I, I was just hungry, went and got my lunch, sat down to eat, and I, I just wasn't in the mood that day, so I asked the dean, you know, why is it such a problem? Why does it matter if I have this grease rag tied to my pants, and just because it's a bandana, technically, it's against school policy? And this dean stops and goes... Well, it could be a gang symbol. I didn't know how to handle that. I didn't answer. I didn't say anything back. I just kind of like shook my head and went, All right, if you say so. I guess the Minnesota DNR is operating as a cartel nowadays. But whatever. It was that stupid shit that pissed me off. But again, my whole point with this is the deans could have easily looked at it and went, you know what? You wear bandanas. And you wear them because your hair's long. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? But instead, we're going to make this huge problem out of it. We're going to make this a gigantic issue. We're going to press you about it. And we're going to be dicks about it. We're going to have you come into the office and sit down and talk. We're going to take your bandanas from you and make you come after school and get them. You know, why make it such a huge deal? Why not just be a decent human being and say, you know what? You're doing you. Keep doing it. Doesn't hurt anybody. Didn't fuck anything up for anybody else. So who cares? That's something to take away from all this. And, again, we have an Instagram. It's just Up North Pines. Uh, no spaces, no capitals. Just straightforward. I apologize again that Caitlin isn't here or somebody else isn't here with me. Pretty soon, I gotta get in touch with some friends of mine, start having people out here. So it can at least be a little more entertaining. You don't have to listen to me for a half hour. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed it. And there'll be more to come. We'll see you next time.